0: The louder I call, the faster it runs. That's the intriguing title of the new album from Wyoke, their fifth overall just out on merge. It's been a constant and rewarding evolution for the duo since forming in Baltimore in 2006. And this latest bustles with complex rhythms and a lyrical richness that resists easy labels. I'm Jeremy Peterson, joined in the studio today by Wyoke. It's so great to have you all here. Welcome.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Thank you very much.
0: Let's get right to some music. What are you going to start with?
1: Uh, We're going to start with uh, the first track from our record, um, a sort of uh, quiet version. Uh, We like to refer to it as the Yola Tango version um, of uh, a song called The Instrument.
0: It's Y-Oak in studio. (laughs) ¶¶
2: So much what the difference is Not so much what the difference is
0: Y-Oak playing for us in studio, uh, kind of the album opener from the new record, the instrument that follows a song called Tuning.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see what we did there? <laughs> <laughs>
0: tuning the instrument.
1: Tuning the instrument, the instrument of my body and my mind, my consciousness.
0: It's <laughs> Jen Wozner, Andy Stack, we're pretty familiar with the duo that is Y-Oak, but a third joining you here on bass.
1: Yes, um, we have a whole new set of eyes and ears and arms and legs and hands and feet. Um, this is Will Hackney. Um, we made this record um, and we actually decided uh, for the first time ever to sort of not consider um, the fact that we would have to perform it as a duo eventually. Um, We wanted to sort of indulge ourselves uh, to make the record that we most wanted to make. Um, And we did. uh, And we're very pleased with it. But uh, we got to the end of the process and realized that there was just no way we were going to be able to do these songs justice uh, in the way that we've performed in the past. So, you know, change is good. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and yeah, here we are. We've got, uh, we've got Will playing some bass and helping us out.
0: Well, you guys, uh, you, you formed in Baltimore. You're from Baltimore originally, but uh, you have been living in different cities. I know, Andy, you relocated to North Carolina more recently. But, right. But for this record, and, and maybe you're getting used to it because this is the third record that you've sort of been uh, distant from, from one mm-hmm. another, geographically anyway. Mm-hmm. How does that that work out for you guys? Uh, Or how did Uh, it work out for this particular record?
3: Well, Distance makes the heart grow fonder. True, true. uh, Does it? (laughs) Well, we're going to find out since we live in the same neighborhood Mm, now. Uh, Okay. But it it actually worked out really well for us. When we first tried living in different cities and and, um, attempted to keep doing this band and making a record... Uh, there was a lot of question about whether it was going to work and whether the band was going to continue or whether we just needed to like hang it up. But we found that working that way, where we were in different spaces, each working in our own space without feeling like somebody's looking over our shoulder, mm-hmm. brought out a, a different version of the collaboration and it, it allowed us to each sort of like create ideas and see them through, um, to, to a fully fleshed out version of it before sharing it. And so, uh, what, I guess the first version, the first record we made like that was Shriek. And, um, I you know, I'm sure that record would have been completely different if we had been in the same room. So
1: yeah. At this point now that we live uh, in the same place, uh, we're probably going to have to sort of instill fake boundaries in order to continue mm-hmm. to work that way, because I do think in many ways it is um, a really, really productive way for us to function. So... Just
0: just because there's not that added pressure of of someone looking over your shoulder, or what is it?
1: I don't know. I mean, I I just think we both like to use the studio as an instrument, and it's changed the way I write forever. I mean, I'll never really go back from that, I think, And so it's a little bit more of a time consuming process, um, you know, to sort of like build up a song from scratch. And it it takes a while to get it to the point where it sounds the way you want it to sound so someone can hear it and understand what it is you're going for. So, like having that initial period where you have that personal space and privacy to sort of finesse it and tweak it. Mm. um, And then we can kind of bring in the other person when we feel like we've reached a point where it's communicating what it's supposed to communicate.
0: You guys both seem to stay plenty busy in, in Wyoke's <laughs> downtime. Dungeness and Flock of Dimes, which is a record I loved a couple of years ago, by Thank the way. Thank uh, Andy, I know you played with Elvi, you toured with Lamb Chop, you've been working mm-hmm. on a solo record. So you're, you're doing a lot of things. Uh, does that end up you know, crossing over into what Wyoke does when you get back together and start writing and recording?
1: Absolutely. I mean, I think every, every record that you make and every collaboration that you embark upon, um, you learn something from it. You, it changes you as a musician and as a person. Um, to the point where you know, there's no way we either of us could have made this record without everything that we had accumulated and learned over the years of making records together and separately. Um, so you know, I mean, I think I think that's why we both still feel excited about making records and still feel that our best work is ahead of us because the more that we learn, the more that we're able to uh, just sort of uh, fully fully realize the ideas that we have.
0: It's why in studio with us shriek was the record that sort of uh, represented a shift for you guys uh, you know you, you I think you purposely said uh, no guitars for example or, mm-hmm. or tried not to record mm-hmm. with any guitars on that record how does that end up influencing this one because that, this new one is not an extension of shriek but there are certainly elements that have come from that I feel like
1: sure yeah I mean I think well first of all it, limitations are, are creative tools I mean any, I think anyone who uh, creates anything would tell you as much um, and so we were using that decision as a creative tool to be inspired but uh, not as a way to sort of like make some sort of grand statement about the guitar right, it's especially yeah. fun for me now um, to play some of the older Shriek songs on guitar, which I've, we've been doing now that we have Will playing bass, um, as a sort of like as a nod to the fact that it just it doesn't matter. Anyone that was sort of obsessing over that as something that was really significant about the compositions themselves is sort of uh, missing the point. Like it's 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 <laughs> it's, it's the it doesn't matter. It's yeah. the the you know the means to an end to a certain extent. The songs themselves, the ideas, um, the compositions can be realized in any number of ways but I feel like focusing on that was sort of missing the point in a lot of ways so it's fun like we've been playing some of the Shriek songs with guitar now and um, and just blowing everybody's minds <laughs> 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 um, yeah we're going to play we're going to play one of those aforementioned guitar versions of, uh, of one of those Shriek songs now the title track as a matter of fact
0: it's Wyoken Studio mm.
2: prints in entirely
1: This is Y-Oak and uh, we're here playing some songs on CPR. We're going to play a third song. Uh, this song is also from our new record. In fact, it is the title track. Um, it's called The Louder I Call, The Faster It Runs.
2: Woo! Search for bad studies. the longer the day, the nearer the sun, the louder I call, the faster we eat bread, the louder I call, the faster we rise, the louder I call, the faster we rise, the quieter is as the work has begun. Louder I call, the faster you grind.
0: My oak playing for us in studio. The louder I call, the faster it runs. That is the title track from the new record. Also heard shriek, going back to the previous record. The title track from that one. I was I was gonna ask how are you holding up here because I saw the tweet earlier on. <laughs> uh, I, I know the air's the air's a little dry here. The oh al- yeah, the altitude's a bit high.
1: Oh, I'm it's, hanging in there. I'm <laughs> hanging in there. Yeah, it, it is a real thing. I mean, I'm sure people from from this part of the country are really tired of hearing outsiders talk about how how out of breath they are and how weird they feel um, but it is true I mean it is and I always forget no matter how many times I come here I show up I'm like why do I feel insane why can't I catch yeah. my breath and then it's true like I, I it happened this morning you know I opened something uh, one of my one of my toiletries and just exploded everywhere yeah. and, cool <laughs>
0: so I've been listening to you guys since uh, since the knot since your second record and uh, one, one thing I've, I've come to appreciate about you is is your willingness to to evolve and retool and you know it takes a kind of fearlessness at the results
1: well I don't know if I can call it fearlessness because I will say that it it doesn't really feel like there is another option you know I I think creativity is is such a fickle strange elusive thing to chase that um, what it what you get from the hours that you spend at work trying to create something is what you get and you can't force it you can't you can't sort of sit down with an intention and say I'm going to execute this I mean I'm sure people do but I just feel like it would be so clearly disingenuous and it would not work I mean everything that I do is sort of filtered through that feeling of genuine sort of inspiration and emotional connectedness. that It's not even like I feel like there's a choice. It's not like there's another record that I could have made at any point mm. along the way. It's it's the record that, that I needed to make. It's the record that, that was coming from the most genuine place. Um, so you can't control what people think about that and how people react to it. But there's a good – there's a sense of peace that comes from knowing that – you made the thing you needed to make um that to me is worth way more than again you know weighing that against other people's potential uh negative reactions right, right, right. um you know so and and you know conversely uh there are things that i made that i feel like i i didn't actually get there and it doesn't matter you know if that's someone's favorite thing in the world that doesn't make me feel any less like i kind of missed the mark you know it's hmm. I'm having a completely different experience than the person on the other side of it is. And I think learning to sort of accept that and respect that um, as an artist is like it's very freeing uh, and very comforting in a way, too. I love hearing people. People, you know, they'll have a tendency to be like, what's this about? And I think what people don't understand often is that like it's about what I think it's about but it's also just as much about what you think it's about and that's part of what is so appealing about the, the form for yeah.
0: me the title track from this new record uh, gets at that for sure the absolutely la- the louder I call the faster it runs what is it?
1: well yeah so it's you know? there's, there's, there is this sort of ambiguity there that was intentional um, when I first uh, came up with the idea it was it was you know, I'm I'm trapped somewhere, I'm calling for help, but the louder I call, the easier it is for whatever is chasing me, to find me. Um, and so that, you know, I, I pitched that title to Andy, not necessarily mentioning that, and, and his reaction was, oh, so you know, the louder I call, the more I want something, the, the harder I try and get it, the farther away it goes. Yeah. So um, it was, you know, this immediate disconnect between one of us had envisioned ourselves as the chasey, chasey, and the well, <laughs> yeah, other was the chaser. Um, and so that sort of dichotomy of the two, the, the two they're both completely uh, accurate representations of what that title can mean. And they're both uh, representative of a lot of what's going on in the record. But it's interesting to see who is drawn to to which one. It's sort yeah, of like a little yeah. bit of a psychological litmus test.
0: That's Oak with us. And I'm uh, going to do some instrument switching here and uh, get to one more. Uh, breaking out the piano for this one.
1: Yeah, no, um, when someone tells you that there's a Steinway Grand Piano <laughs> at your disposal, um, there's just no question. you gotta, you got to work that in. Um, and it is, I will say, one of the most beautiful pianos I've ever encountered anywhere. That's no joke.
0: Please, have at it.
1: I will. I, you can't <laughs> stop me. <laughs> we're going to play, actually, this is something we've never really done before. Um, uh, we're going to do a sort of uh, slow and stripped down version of a song from our record called It Was Not Natural.
2: Somehow still here. to focus, forgive myself for- Forgiving.
0: Wy Oak, last of our sets. It was not natural. Uh, interesting to compare and contrast the, the album version that we've heard uh, right here on the airplane with that stunning piano version. Wow. Thank
1: you so much. Yeah, it's an absolute joy to get to, to play it this way for y'all.
0: Why Oak, thanks so much, guys.
1: Yeah, thanks for having Thank us. You. It was super fun.